Back by popular demand, we have with us today Bonnie Gordon Flickinger. And she has been involved with the arts uh, basically throughout the United States and internationally. And there's a big exhibition later today as of the date of this taping of the Rust Report on ESPN AM 1520. Today, there will be Violet Gordon's Art at the Niagara Arts and Cultural Center, 1201 Pine Avenue in Niagara Falls. So it is today, I want to give uh, the address again, 1201 Pine Avenue in Niagara Falls, and the phone number there is 716-282-7530. And this is an Artist and Friends Exhibition. And to tell you a little bit about it, a Violet Gordon, a well-known artist and an exhibiting member of the Albright Knox Art Gallery, Birchfield Penny Art Center, Buffalo Society of Artists, West New York Artists, and the National League of Pan American of, of American Pen Women, has on view one geekly print, Medieval French Madonna. So this is all today at again the Niagara Arts and Cultural Center, 1201 Pine Avenue. So let's first talk, Bonnie Gordon Flickinger, about who was Violet Gordon. First of all, and most importantly, she was my mother. Well, you should be very proud. Probably the greatest influence in my life. She was a Renaissance woman who graduated from college at the age of 17. Wonderful. So she, she started college at 14 or 15? That's right. And she got a prize from the Buffalo News for one of her paintings when she was just 14. Well, that's wonderful. Tell us more about your mother and um, the arts, if you could please. Well, she was a graduate of the Albright Arts School. At that time, the Albright had a school and it later became amalgamated with the University at Buffalo. Uh, and while she was there, some of her paintings were purchased by this Albright Art School. Uh, the head of it was Urquhart Wilcox. He was the brother of Ainsley Wilcox, who lived in what today we call the Wilcox Ma Mansion yes. or the Theodore Roosevelt site. Right, beautiful building. Yeah. In fact, he had his chauffeur teach her how to drive. Hmm. My grandfather had a car, but my grandmother didn't know how to drive it. Well, that's very interesting. Uh, tell us more about the accomplishments of Violet Gordon. Well, she taught art at every level, starting with primary grades and then ended up teaching at both at Buffalo State and at the University at Buffalo. She wrote several syllabi for the state of New York, including the history of fashion, the history of furniture, uh, the city of Buffalo sent her to New York to do research so she could design the design studio for McKinley High School. She taught advertising art. She taught figure drawing. And she exhibited widely in Buffalo, Washington, Palm Beach, New York City, as well as locally. Very good. So she is a very accomplished woman, and uh, did she? what was her activities other than in the art field? Well, she wrote poetry. Uh, her book, Who's Who at the Zoo, has 30 
drawings of animals and 30 poems, all of which she wrote. And she had several other books of poetry published. Very good. Now, let's talk a little bit uh, more about Violet Gordon's connection with the Albright Knox Art Gallery, Birchfield Penny Art Center, Buffalo Society of Artists. Let's talk about that, please. Yes. Uh, one of her paintings that was the University at Buffalo South Campus at night won a prize at the Albright Knox, and it was purchased by the University at Buffalo and hung in the faculty club. And there were others that got prizes at the Albright Knox. And uh, she also exhibited, as we said, at the Birchville Penny. And um, she exhibited with the uh, Penn Women. And she had a one-woman show at the Roycroft, another one at the Theodore Roosevelt site, and another one at the home of Mr. and Mrs. William H. Pierce. Very good. A very accomplished woman. Now, did her artistic uh, uh, talents and hard work and uh, um, widely recognized uh, um, artistic projects, did they go beyond Western New York? Yes. Yes. Tell as they said, she exhibited in Washington, D.C., Palm Beach, and New York City. Very good. Well, it's very accomplished. And um, uh, tell us a little bit more about the poetry that she was involved in. Well, she was just a natural poet, and she, one of her other books of poetry was called Kaleidoscope. And when she was 90 years old, she won a prize for one of her stories called Aunt Mary, which was ab about the flu epidemic in 1918. Hmm. Very interesting. Now, let's talk uh, about this specific exhibit. And again, uh, it is available for people to come today from 4 to 7 p.m., Saturday, December 8th. And this is at the Niagara Arts and Cultural Center, known as NAC, at 1201 Pine Avenue in Niagara Falls. Could you tell us more about this specific exhibit? Well, it's called For Artists and Friends, and Mother has the Medieval Madonna. She has two uh, arrangements of florals, and then there's an abstract. Last summer, in another exhibit at the NAC, she had 40 paintings, including nudes and figure drawings and portraits. And she's also famous for animal paintings and drawings. Now, this these paintings must have been done decades ago. Yes, decades Where, ago. Were they controversial at the time for her to be painting nudes? Well, I'll tell you a funny story. Uh, you know my daughter, and my daughter went yes. up to the university with mother to uh, pick up some paintings. This is the University of Buffalo? Buffalo, yes. Mm -hmm. Pick up some paintings that had been on exhibit, and one of them was a nude. And my daughter, Catherine Schweitzer, then Catherine Flickinger, said to her grandmother, you aren't going to let Grandpa see that one, are you? That was one of the nudes. <laughs> okay. Now let's go to the opposite extreme. I believe on the poster here, 
this is the medieval Madonna? Me- medieval Madonna, yes. Okay, <laughs> just the opposite of what you're talking about with yes. the nudes. Yes. Okay, could you explain this medieval Madonna, the significance, and why it has medieval aspects uh, to this painting? Well, actually, it's a painting of a sculpture of a medieval Madonna. Uh, and it, it shows the drapery very beautifully, the drapery on the Madonna and drapery on the Christ child. And it's very typical for a Madonna to have a blue cloak and a red garment, which this one does. Now, where is the original located of this uh, that she painted from? The original is in my house most of the time. Oh, it is in your home? Yes. Okay, all yes, right. Yes, but, but it's on exhibit right now. All right, but what she uh, painted, uh, the medieval the Madonna, stu- where is the sculpture? Where is the sc- I don't know where the sculpture is. Is it in America or in Europe? Oh, I th- I'm quite sure it's in Europe. In Europe, yeah. okay. I'm just wondering if it's in Italy or in the Vatican, the sculpture. I, I kind of think it looks to me as though it's French, but I don't know for sure. Okay. Now, um, on this um, poster, there are three other paintings. And again, uh, for those listening to the Rusk Report on ESPN AM 1520, we're with noted arts lecturer and historian Bonnie Gordon Flickinger. Um, Could you please explain these other paintings by Violet Gordon, your mother, that are on exhibit today? at the Niagara Arts and Cultural Center from 4 to 7 p.m.? Well, there's a fall arrangement with bittersweet and uh, some other fall greens, uh, including, um, uh, let me see, a milkweed. Yes, it's milkweed and bittersweet. And then there's an abstract which almost looks like a flower, but it's, it's, it's not realistic. It's just beautiful colors of reds and yellows and vibrant whites. Mm-hmm. And then and there's also one of a fall garden, which has pinks and yellows and a little bit of orange and a tiny bit of purple. Now, were all of these uh, painted by Violet Gordon in the Buffalo area? Yes, they were all painted in her studio here. She had a studio with North Light, which is something that artists really like to have. Mm-hmm. Very good. Um, again, why should people come out uh, to the uh, Niagara Arts and Cultural Center today to see the Violet Gordon art exhibit? Well, I think they're very lovely, they're cheerful, they're upbeat, and then there are other artists there, too, which will, they will have wonderful things to see. Uh, tell us of some of the other uh, paintings that are on display. On the poster that is distributed throughout Western New York, which we have here in the studio, there are four paintings. What are the other works that are Well, there are always there? are some people who will paint Niagara Falls, and that's our wonderful symbol that's shared by United States and Canada. We have the longest peaceful border in the world, and this wonderful symbol of Niagara Falls that's shared very often is, appears in paintings. My mother did two paintings of Niagara Falls, but they won't, will not be in this exhibit, but there will be 
Niagara Falls paintings from other artists. For those who just tuned in to the Rusk Report, we're speaking with noted arts expert and historian and lecturer, Dr. Bonnie Gordon Flickinger. And uh, she's going to be honored uh, as of this taping in a few days. And I just want to mention a little bit about her background uh, with sports. Uh, she's had a long association with tennis. Ernie Montgomery and Bonnie Gordon Flickinger have the longest memberships of the Buffalo Tennis and Squash Club dating back to 1951, 67 years. Uh, he's an honorary member. Bonnie Gordon Flickinger has been a player and an officer in tennis organizations locally and nationally. In 1985, she was awarded the Tennis Lady of the Year by the Eastern Tennis Association, E. T-A. So let's talk a little bit now. We're going to switch from the arts to athletic accomplishments. Uh, let's talk about your long association with tennis, Dr. Bonnie Gordon Flickinger. Well, it was, it was a great deal of fun. I was the first woman to represent our district. You've been interested in politics. Well, I was in the business of tennis politics, being elected the first woman to represent our district. District uh, 37, and then um, I became, after that, a, a regional vice president, and I think I'm still the only person from Buffalo to be a regional vice president of the Eastern Tennis Association, and I was in charge of tennis in 27 counties in New York State, all the way from Binghamton to the Pennsylvania line at, at almost to Erie. All the sanctioned tennis tournaments. And we founded the, the leagues. Now, right now they're called the tennis leagues, but originally they were called Volvo leagues because we had backing from the Volvo car company. Hmm, that's very interesting. Now, the Buffalo Tennis and Squash Club, I believe Seymour Knox III was active there uh, years ago, a uh, wonderful man who was, of course, one of the greatest patrons of the arts with his father and the son, Seymour Knox IV, in western New York. Uh, tell us more about the Buffalo Tennis and Squash Club. What, what was that all about? Well, originally there were two clubs built. One was on the property shared by the Knoxes in the Goodyears, and that became a facility. That facility was given to the Red Cross during World War II. But the Tennis and Squash Club, which was built on the exact same plan, still exists at 314 Elmwood Avenue. And for a long time, it was the only indoor tennis court in Buffalo. Mm-hmm. Very good. Uh, interesting. Now, you were honored as Tennis Lady of the Year um, um, by the Eastern Tennis Association. Tell us about this great honor and the Eastern Tennis Association. Well, I was on the Olympic Committee for Tennis. and International the, Olympics Committee. That's right. Oh, what an honor. Yeah, the uh, modern Olympics started in 1896. And in 1900, uh, tennis became one of the sports, and it was the first sport to have women athletes in it. And then in 1924, uh, tennis went out of the Olympics. 
That was the year that the United States swept all five events. They won women's singles, women's doubles, men's singles, men's doubles, and mixed doubles. And the rest of the world decided the United States was going to sweep all these events, no point in having a contest. So for 60 years, there was no tennis in the Olympics. And I was on the committee in 1984 that brought tennis back into the Olympics. Tennis was also an exhibition sport in 1968, and I was there, and uh, I helped with some of the translations in, no, it was 1968 in Mexico City. So that was one of the reasons why I was put, I was already an officer of the Tennis Association, and I was put onto the Tennis Olympic Committee. Well, these are wonderful things to learn about of the great uh, artistic ability of the family of Bonnie Gordon Flickinger with her mother, Violet Gordon. Again, the show is at the Niagara Arts and Cultural Center. The opening reception is today from 4 to 7 p.m. The exhibit for artists and friends is from December 8th till January 26th. Again, it's located at the Niagara Arts and Cultural Center, 1201 Pine Avenue, Niagara Falls, New York. Uh, we have another uh, plug here. Western New Yorkers love their traditions, and the Ampo Legal has been writing about Polish-American traditions and events for over 50 years. News and features from a Polish-American perspective can be found in this weekly newspaper, as well as recipes and a calendar of events. Don't miss out on the next cultural presentation or polka dance by reading the Ampol Eagle. The Ampol Eagle is available in many Tops and Wegman stores. For home delivery, call 716-835-9454. That's 716-835-9454 to have the latest news from Poland and Polonia in your mailbox each week. And ESPN 1520 is streaming. You can listen live by going to our website, ESPN1520.com, and clicking on the radio.com or listen tab. Now, I want to talk a little bit more about Violet Gordon as we have about nine minutes left on the Rust Report on ESPN AM 1520. I understand that uh, she had cartoons published at an early age. You're the daughter of Violet Gordon. Could you tell us about these cartoons, Bonnie Gordon Flickinger? Oh, some of them are absolutely so charming uh, of young people skating and young people with Christmas trees, which is very seasonal right now. And then she did a whole series of Madonnas. The Madonna of the Holly was on the Christmas card of St. Paul's Episcopal Cathedral two years ago. Um, then she did a number of very young Madonnas, and I have one of those on my Christmas card this year. Very good. And those are the cartoons. Now let's talk a little bit about the who's who at the zoo. And um, that was her book. Could you tell us about this book, Dr. Yes. Bonnie Gordon Flickinger? Yes. She she did all the drawings and she did all the poetry. Each animal has a poem accompanying it. For example, the lion, the tiger, the 
walrus, the penguin. She did these charming drawings, and she did a lot of research, five years of research, going to zoos around the world, including the London Zoo. And Marlon Perkins had a zoo program Saturday mornings on TV, and he said... It was on national television. National television from Chicago. And he said it was the only zoo book he had ever read where all the facts were accurate. And now you met Marlon uh, Perkins? I did. What was he like? I, I remember, I think it was Mutual of Omaha... A program. He yes. was the. It was. It was sponsored by the Mutual of Omaha, I believe, insurance company. This national show. I saw it on for many years. What was Marlon Perkins, the national host, like? He was. He was very charming. Um, today we had. We're. This week we're commemorating George Bush Senior, H. W. Bush, and mm-hmm. Marlon Perkins was that kind of a gentleman. Very good. I saw him on TV many, many times. Now let's talk about Violet Gordon's teaching art at every level from primary grades to the college level at the University of Buffalo and Buffalo State College. Yes, and many of her uh, um, colleagues, like Harvey Breverman, who has mm-hmm. a show right now at the Birchfield, said Violet Gordon was a great painter. Joe Pacillo was her student. And his art has been on the cover of Time magazine twice. And he said Violet Gordon had the greatest influence on his art. Doreen DeBooth, who has a brand new book on uh, the Riverside area, a book of photographs. She was also my mother's student, and she has another wonderful book about the Guarantee Building downtown with marvelous illustrations. And again, Doreen DeBooth, her books are available at the Historical Society if you want one for a Christmas present. Very good. Now, your mother, Violet Gordon, taught studio art, advertising art, costume design, history of art, history of fashion, history of furniture. Let's talk a little bit about all these matters regarding art that Violet Gordon taught in Western New York, please. Yes, well, she was she was very often a, a, a pioneer in some of her fields because she wrote the syllabus in many of these fields for the state of New York. And um, some of her students actually did drawings and then created what they had drawn. Girls drew dresses that they then made in sewing class. Um, some of the things that Male students made some of the furniture was actually mm-hmm. made by the students at McKinley. Very good. Uh, let's get back to the Violet Gordon's Art Artists and Friends Exhibition. It starts today, the day of the airing of the Rusk Report on ESPN AM 1520 to January 26th at the Niagara Arts and Cultural Center 1201 Pine Avenue, Niagara Falls. What else is exciting that people can learn from going to this exhibit in Niagara Falls? Dr. Bonnie Gordon Flickinger. Well, the exhibit will be beautiful, but also the building is stunning. The building was originally Niagara Falls High School, and now it's full of artists' studios. And some of those studios will also be open on Saturday. Now, 
<clears throat> we talked about the medieval Madonna. I see it on the poster that you've provided. Let's talk about some of the other artwork that will be there in this Violet Gordon's art uh, program at the Niagara Arts and Cultural Center. Let's talk a little about the uh, One India Ink and Watercolor. Could you tell us about yes, that? Yes, that's a fall arrangement with bittersweet and milkweed, and it has a very pretty uh, red frame. It's uh, on paper, and it's framed with glass. And then the other one, the fall bouquet, is a different medium. It's done in oil with thick impasto in bright, bright colors. Very good. Again, uh, for those who have tuned in, it's Violet Gordon's Art, and it's at the Niagara Arts and Cultural Center, 1201 Pine Avenue, Niagara Falls, from today through January 26th. Now let's talk about the fall arrangement with bittersweet and eucalyptus. Could you please explain that to us, Dr. Bonnie Gordon Flickinger? Yes, it's it's very pretty. It's on paper, so uh, it's covered with glass, and it's been preserved by the Restoration Laboratories at Buffalo State College. Perhaps you know there are only four restoration uh, programs where restoration of art is taught in the United States, and we are very lucky in Buffalo to have one at Buffalo State College. And one of the restorationists trained there, uh, Dana D'Ambrosio, was for a while working in the Vatican Restoration Laboratories in Rome. Very good. I'm sorry <laughs> we have to bring the Rusk Report to a close. We have been speaking with noted arts leader, historian and lecturer, Dr. Bonnie Gordon Flickinger. I'd like to thank those who've called us regarding recent shows with Ray Ammerman, with West Her, also Rahil Raza regarding her book on the Middle East and Kaz Rodriguez, leader in the Hispanic community. Coming up, we're going to have a program with Michael Cracker with Unshackle New York and Rich Kelman, who is the legendary Anchorman on WGRZ TV 2. Again, any thoughts or comments, please write to Brian Rusk, ESPN Radio, 500 Corporate Parkway, Suite 200, Buffalo, New York, 14226. Special thanks to Kevin Carr, who's been our director of production for over 15 years. Thank you for enlightening us regarding Violet Gordon's art program, and it's at the Niagara Arts and Cultural Center, 1201 Pine Avenue, Niagara Falls, until January 26th. Thank you for enlightening us, Dr. Bonnie Gordon Flickinger. Have a great week.